Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. <laughs> I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to Progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Is Lewis Hamilton greater than Ariton Senna? Wow. What Kunal and I didn't know when we asked this very question on last week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast was that this would evoke just so many responses from listeners and fans all over the world. And we've had the opinions just flying in and so many people have had so much to say. So much so that when Kunal and I met today at the studio to record this episode, we were met with a mob of fans waiting there demanding to know how could we even think of asking such a question? <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Yes, Ms. Mehta, the last week has been controversially interesting, if I may say so. The question we asked had such a massive impact that we had even the great Lewis Hamilton come out publicly and state that Ayrton Senna is the genuine hero. Now I am convinced that he listens to our podcast as well, Kunal. <laughs> but before we get lynched, let me clarify. Statistically speaking, Lewis Hamilton might yet just better Ariton Senna's record this weekend in Singapore. Statistically. You know, yes, but statistics only reveal half of the truth. That's my opinion. They do not reveal fan sentiments or for that matter, capture challenges offered by the different eras, which pretty much reflects in this case as well. Very well said. Jean Lacy and Mark Webber have both told us that Lewis Hamilton has the 2015 World Championship in the bag. Yes, my dear friends, but tell me something I don't already know. The interest would then shift to, when will Lewis Hamilton release his album with Canadian rapper Drake? Hmm. Now, since we started this podcast on a comparison, here too, Hamilton will have an F1 driver to compare statistics with. And if I may add, an F1 driver who's also a former world champion. 1997 Formula 1 world champion Jacques Villeneuve released a music album but saw only 836 records sold. Only 836? Wow, I don't think Lewis is going to have a very hard time maturing and far-betching that record. But Kunal, like Bernie, do you do think that our world champion perhaps is taking his lifestyle a little too seriously? You know, I think this is a very personal question best left for Lewis to answer. For me, so long as he arrives at the races and wins, there's no questioning his lifestyle or his commitment. And let's admit... He is the perfect world champion for Formula 1 as a business. He is opening up an American market which the sport otherwise has consistently struggled to do so. What better way to do that than being consistently seen with Hollywood stars and models and musicians and being linked to Rihanna? 
I mean, all of this ultimately only reinforces Formula One's glamorous image. And of course, the fans and sponsors love it. You know, year two, he seems unbeatable when you compare him with the other world champions on the grid, like Vettel, Button, Alonso, and maybe even Raikkonen. But you know, this is where I'd like to say that Lewis Hamilton should reunite with Nicole Scherzinger. After all, it just seems that Formula One is in the mood to rekindle lost love. <laughs> we saw Alonso reunite with McLaren and McLaren's wooing of Honda. And who knows, next year we might see Red Bull Racing reunite with Ferrari engine power. You know, more than reuniting, this seems like Red Bull Racing following the footsteps of their blue-eyed quadruple world champion racer Sebastian Vettel. Well put, Kunal. We've also had Lewis Hamilton comment on how a large part of his heart yet lies with McLaren. You know, I yet remember when he'd only just moved to Mercedes, how he'd driven into the McLaren pit box during his early days there. You know, but I'm really, really scared. The reunifications haven't really worked out for Alonso or McLaren at the moment. And I'm in half a mind to call up Red Bull Racing and tell them, Stay away from Ferrari. (laughs) I think you should make that call. But if not Mercedes or Ferrari, Red Bull Racing just doesn't seem to have any option at all. Yes, they've limited options in my view. First, deal with Renault and their issues. Second, accept Ferrari's offer since Mercedes have declined. Third, build their own engines, or fourth, which is the easiest, is to quit the sport. (laughs) Or threaten to quit the sport. But what would you do if you were Christian Horner? To start with, I would not marry Jerry Halliwell. (laughs) No, no, I meant the engine and not the marital preference, but thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if I was Christian Horner, I would go with the Ferrari option. Renault's commitment to the sport is worrying and Mercedes seem too scared to provide me with their engines. Also, Mercedes' commitment to their customer teams in terms of providing upgrades is questionable at the moment too. So I would choose Ferrari, who in any way seem to have a better engine at the moment than Renault. You know, it's interesting and not surprising to note that you've excluded Honda altogether from your consideration set. I think if McLaren had their way, they would have excluded Honda too. (laughs) You know, but talking of building own engines, that's a very dangerous part to go into. I wouldn't recommend Red Bull Racing pursue that. If Renault and Honda, despite their automotive history and technological brilliance and prowess and the infrastructure they have, have struggled, there is little hope for Red Bull Racing to do so. It could end up being a black hole of investments. And let's remember, they're an energy drinks company at the end of the day. That's their core business. Formula One is a marketing platform at best. You know, I just can't get past the irony. So you have the world's leading energy drinks manufacturer. And here they are, struggling to find energy to power their Formula One cars (laughs) for next year. Very strange. You know, there is talk that Red Bull Racing is trying to put together a team of engineers and use the Volkswagen brand to build an engine. If they successfully do so, they should actually challenge Mercedes to manufacture energy drinks in the future. But you know, I would agree with Mercedes. When they have refused to provide engines to Red Bull Racing for next season, it is with good reason. 
I mean, Red Bull Racing have this dubious track record of being the sport's latest and biggest crybabies. <laughs> and, you know, my background in journalism would tell me that this is definitely not a place that Mercedes should venture into. Absolutely spot on. In an era that is best known for Mercedes and the might of their hybrid turbo engines, you wouldn't want a powerful customer such as Red Bull Racing cry foul at any point of time. And amid all of this speculation, there are also reports that none other than Bernie Ecclestone will play arbitrator in the ongoing, you know, divorce proceedings between Red Bull Racing and Renault in Singapore. You know, his business interests lie in ensuring Red Bull as a brand remains invested in Formula One. You know, but if only he maintained similar levels of interest in keeping the midfield teams in the sport too. If only. But should this divorce actually come through? End the road for Renault in Formula One? You know, technically no. There is talk yet that they might buy out Lotus. It's been on for a while. And should they do so, they could run that as a works team. On the point of Lotus, plenty of helping hands coming their way, with good reason. Bernie paid for their wages, Renault supporting them through their court case. And of course, they have Pastor Maldonado for all their other bills. <laughs> you know, I'm going to add to that list. They were helped by Ferrari, Toro Rosso and Sauber in Monza when their tyre blankets were deemed unusable. Wow, I feel left out, Kunal. We should write to them asking if the Inside Line F1 podcast can help them in any way. But <laughs> if the Renault buyout isn't complete, Lotus could go the Kitchen way, you know? You know, you mean shut shop? That maybe, but not entirely. What I mean is crowdfunding. Uh, they could look to, you know, perhaps sell some parts of their cars and raise a few millions or more. You know, that is if Pastor Maldonado leaves parts of the car <laughs> Difficult ask. But you know what? There might just be a market there in itself. So what Lotus could do is sell off parts of the car which Pastor damaged while crashing into existing world champions, you know? Front wing for sale that Maldonado used to bump off Hamilton or Button or whoever might come in his way. That could actually, you know, <laughs> command a premium now that I think about it. You know, talking of premium... McLaren's premium image and earnings might be set to take a beating if their on-track form doesn't resurrect anytime soon. Ouch. The ninth place in the World Constructors' Championship could mean a loss of earnings of about $15 million from Formula 1 alone. To add to that, the difficulty of attracting new or retaining current sponsors. They're the only bottom-rung team that has two world champions on their payroll. That's very well put. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I wonder if this is actually going to lead to them dropping Jensen Button next season. And hey, we all love Jensen Button. Yes, yes. And would that mean bringing back Kevin Magnussen or Stefan Van Dorn? But I wonder who would actually want to race a car with a Honda engine in this era. Interestingly enough, McLaren has said that they would not block Kevin Magnussen's exit should he choose to race elsewhere, though where is, is another question. And meanwhile, Kimi Raikkonen has said that in this PlayStation generation, experience is not necessary. So, pretty much going by Raikkonen's words, retaining the very experienced button isn't necessary for McLaren. Yeah, that might be true. But I just remembered Verstappen when he said that he practices flame as Blanchimon overtaking move 
on the video game first. Wow. <laughs> I really can't wait to see Verstappen's moves in Singapore this weekend. Singapore Grand Prix, Asia's most exciting Grand Prix at the moment. Do you agree? I thought it was Suzuka in Japan. I mean, drivers seem to swear by the S's and the spoon and whatnot. Well, I meant for the fans, there's a Grand Prix and there are some dudes called Maroon 5 and Farrell Williams performing. I wonder if we'll get to see Lewis Hamilton performing this soon <laughs> off the track as well. But you know, I wonder what it is with farmers and Formula 1 these days, you know. So there's a haze in Singapore and that's actually threatening the smooth operations of the race this year. And the reason for that is that farmers in the Sumatra Islands have actually burned their land for agriculture. So in Spa, we had farmers protest over milk prices and almost, you know, lead to the race being obstructed. And now this, very strange. Haze, you know, I'm going to stick to that word. I remember we had haze for the Indian Grand Prix one of the years and there was media blowout on the pollution in our country. I really wonder what they'll say this time about Singapore now. I just wish that the Indian government supported the Indian Grand Prix as, as much as the Singaporean government has supported theirs. Yes, the Singapore Grand Prix, in my view, is a good model for many countries to follow, old and new. But for now, the easier part of the prediction would be that Hamilton would better Senna's record this weekend. I think we will see a Williams on the podium. But it might not be Massa or Bottas. <laughs> I suspect we might see Farrell Williams on the podium conducting the post-race interviews. <laughs> Remember, you heard it first here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, I'm going to add to that. So, when Lewis wins, and if he wins... He might just start wrapping his post-race answers with Farrell Williams for all we know. Wow, that sounds like fun already. But do you think Mercedes will have reliability issues as they did at Monza? I think Monza was a one-off. We should see them clinch a one-two if things go as per plan. Well, in this absolutely perfect script, the only uncontrolled part is the race start, which has been manual since Spa. I can only just hope that it spices up the action as it has in the past two races. On that note, Kunal, over to Marina Bay Circuit in Singapore. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.